Let's go. So where where were you guys last New Year's Eve? I was in bed with COVID. <laughs> Same. Really? Yep. Did you have it as well? Yep. Yeah, that's right. Got it, Carl Cox. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> were, were you in Melbourne when you had yours? No, no, I um, I legally flew back on a plane from Melbourne. <laughs> Knowing you had it, is that why it was illegal? Oh, I didn't test. I was pretty certain I had it though. Yeah, was but you didn't know you? officially. So. I didn't know officially, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> just strongly suspected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember waking up, knew I was done. Did the rat though, <laughs> was fine. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll keep, I'll keep wandering, wandering about. I won't be too bad, <laughs> but I'll wander about. The next day, uh, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah I, sorry, I I remember driving around doing the updates for New Year's Eve just in case, and it was a ghost town. Mm. It was it was eerily quiet. But I I didn't think anything was allowed to be open. Oh no, everything was still open, but no one wanted to go out. There was, was that right? This was the peak of the fear. Yeah, yeah. So venues were technically. I see. I for whatever reason, I thought venues were shut in that period. No, they were open. A lot of a lot of them were shut. A lot of them were closed. But there was no dance floors, and there was, um, yeah, a lot of restrictions on space. I remember vividly, Royal Paddock were going to charge tickets for their New Year's. COVID hit, scrapped the ticket last minute. It was free. Yeah. Firework views rooftop in Paddington. <laughs> no one there. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. On- honestly, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I think I-, I, I think I got it like a couple of days later. I thought you had it before. I thought you got it first and then us two fell. Or was it the opposite? No, I think it was the opposite. the opposite. Yeah. It was pretty funny. We all went down, bang, bang, bang. Yeah. And all pretty funnily, all of us had to do a stint running the page while sick as Fuck yeah. <laughs> with COVID. <laughs> yeah, I think Jesse had the worst. I think you had to do it for like four days when you were properly sick. Yeah. I only had like one day where I was yeah. ugh, struggling. Yeah, I only had yeah. a couple of days. But I managed to get out of it because I think when I was sick, one of you, one, one, either one of you two were well. Yeah. So I just chipped in from 8 o'clock till during the peak hours of 8 to 11 o'clock, just chipped in, did a bit of work and then went back to bed. Yeah. Yeah. How, did, how did it start? It was literally someone sent a video of the line of the Bondi testing queue and we, as a joke, reshared pretty, it. pretty funny. <laughs> reshare it and see what happens. Well, and we, I think we got hammered. I don't know if it was that one. I think it was literally that one though, where it was like, oh my God, how long is it? <laughs> oh my God, yeah. can you please tell me I want to go today? The next yeah, day, then- oh my God, what's Bondi like? Yeah, and then we started getting so much that we could consolidate it on templates. <laughs> and I remember it was it was a real team effort because one person would be consolidating all the information for the other person to then organize onto a template. And the DMs, you would refresh the DMs and there would just be another 10 <laughs> rolling in and you just you couldn't keep up with it. Yeah. <laughs> and someone was just there just nonstop responding to people, this long, this long, that long, this long. And the other person was there trying to, like, we were, remember we were flagging all the messages with Intel? Yeah. So then the other yeah. person would go through all the flagged Intel and then put it on a template. 
But we also had the questions, but like the response. Oh thing. So yeah, they would submit killer. the responses. So you could have on your computer screen Instagram up, and then look at all the responses, and then <laughs> reply to people. Um, it, yeah, it was a full operation. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we, pe- I don't think people realize like we sacrifice so much of our. Life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember being at my parents' place, waking up at like seven a.m. We would start so early, six thirty, yeah. seven a.m. Seven a.m. And I would yeah, we'd sit there for like eight or nine hours and not leave the yeah. computer. I remember for the the Marubra testing line got going really early. What was that one called, Stewie? Heffron. Heffron. Yeah, Heffron yeah. got going really early. I remember you were setting alarms for some ridiculous time, like 5.30, just for <laughs> that particular um, wait and that particular drive-through because that one started off early and was always fucked in the morning. Yeah. But I also remember the click clicking point for us. Like when we did it as a joke first, it got received well. We got DMs like, oh, okay, like. We'll do a little bit more. But I remember going to cricket on a, on a Saturday and I was talking about like we'd done it for like a week at that point and we put mm. a few templates together like because we could because we're getting so much. But pretty much I think we were sitting back like it's pretty funny this. But yeah, my mate at cricket was like, no, mate, everyone is talking about you and, <laughs> they're, and they're legitimately using and needing you. Like what you were doing is a really good service. So I remember calling Jesse and was like, Jesse, I'm at cricket, but this is actually legit. Can you please sit on your computer all day and just repost Intel? Like it's not actually a joke anymore. <laughs> yeah. We, we now have to do this. Um, yeah. and, and then it just got out of control, didn't it? Um, I think one of the big turning points was when the media started getting involved. Like there was, I think there was a pedestrian article and then there was just articles being all, all over like probably the worst tier media outlets like news.com, Daily Mail, not like reputable ones, like clickbaity ones. Yeah. And then it just no, we, we got some, we got, I'm pretty sure Nine News, ABC, Sydney Morning Herald. We got some pretty reputable ones. True. And they were in there early as well. But the but pedestrian the one, yeah. one was the biggest. Yeah. yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. that's actually, yeah, it's just comedy thing how it progressed. It was a joke. It then became legit. We worked really hard up until like, I think it might have been, I think it might have been when I was at Carl Cox. But something happened. Yeah, pedest- the pedestrian article was the biggest game changer. Because we literally, from memory, they did pedestrian to their credit. Did one article on us. We got 5K followers in a day. Yeah. It's yeah. just bonkers. You couldn't believe <laughs> yeah. what was happening. Yeah. And I, I actually remember waking up that day, you know, woke up, God, <laughs> not at my place. And, was, and in a state, because I was about to hit COVID because it was such a big day, like big day drinking. Saw my phone and was like, holy fuck, we have 4K more followers than when I started <laughs> drinking yesterday. Yeah. I need to go and work. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> ran, ran out of there. And just back on, back on the computer. The, the the funniest part of the whole thing for me was the whole uh, situation that we had with Send before they went into liquidation. <laughs> so Send, for context, we because 
after the COVID testing lines, rat tests were, well, they were hot commodities. People were selling them in Ziploc bags, like drugs <laughs> off the street and people were blowing up and you couldn't find them anywhere. Anyways, Milk Run was origin- originally had them, but they sold out and then Send, we found, had them on their store. So, yeah, we, we reached out and to act as a rat test promoter, essentially, and um, promoted the online sales of rat tests. But the funny thing was is that, yeah, we posted it. We sold a shit ton of rat tests for them through their um, grocery delivery service, and then they sold out. And so, they put in a massive order of, fuck, I reckon a hundred, I think they said a hundred thousand rat tests they ordered. <laughs> And they couldn't get them in fast enough. And it came till about January 20th and things were starting to simmer down. I said, all right, guys, we're ready to go again. Like we've got a hundred thousand rat tests just come in shipment. And we're just sitting there in the meeting like, fuck, it's the ship sailed. Like, yeah, yeah that, that was the needs- best part as well. Our finger was so on the pulse. <laughs> like, no one was closer to the sentiment around COVID than us. Cause you could, we could just see. Like I remember COVID yeah. testing lines. We made the call. Like, no, nah, we're ending it because there's just we're just not getting anything anymore. Demand's down. Yeah. Bang, stopped it. I remember being on the radio, like getting DMs. Why do you guys stop? It's like, no, nah, demand's not there. And then yeah, when no, the funny, on, it, yeah. actually that was hilarious. You getting on the radio on the ABC every morning, giving a, <laughs> a sort of like a weather a weather forecast yeah. of the COVID scenario yeah, that was happening in Sydney daily. They loved, days, it. They, they loved it. John Smith. John Smith. John yeah. Smith. I, I, I tuned in every morning <laughs> to listen to it. And it was, yeah, phenomenal. It's and also, not, the, yeah. it was a TV interview. Yeah. Yeah. The, and you, and you, you slept through the initial TV interview. <laughs> oh, no. That, well, that was different. <laughs> the, the radio was where we had a, a daily segment. Yeah. And I would prepare. I would get up the notes from the morning. Oh, what's hot today? <laughs> Mascot for city. Shocking, shocking. Miller's point looking good. Write it all down. And I'd, and I'd send them the, you know, these are the questions to ask me. This is where I'll be in my domain. So, yeah. <laughs> when they asked, oh, I was an expert. Proper expert. The, 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 the other thing was collecting the data on how quickly <laughs> the tests would turn around <laughs> from different pathologies. <laughs> That was genius. Because remember, that was such a talking point where people was like, oh, I went to North Sydney Hospital and it's been four days. And then we got some people going to Histopass. Oh, I turned around in 18 hours. Turned <laughs> around in 18 hours. The Histopass had the, cliff. They had the under 48-hour result time. And then they got so rammed. It went out to 72 yeah, to yeah, 96. Out. Oh, we were in the firing line then, weren't we? Yeah. He told us it was under 48. Oh, it is. It's meant to be. Fuck. <laughs> Well, it was until we sent everyone to histopaths. Fuck, oh, that's that is actually Miller's, Miller's point so good. Was phenomenal. Oh yeah, that yeah, Miller's that was point the best was tip it. we had. Yeah. yeah, they were they were extremely efficient. And Rat Park, oh, when we got that Rat Park intel, no line, yeah. they were flooded the next few days. But yeah, Rat Park, yeah. really hidden little gem to get your COVID test back in the day. Well, that was the best part. We would outrageously helpful <laughs> like you had to you had to check us if you weren't checking us you'd be fucked because there were genuinely lines that were like four hours yeah then sites were 20 minutes away that were like 20 minutes 
Yeah. Remember, and do you remember the airport ones as well that would fluctuate? Oh, yes. They would cut, cut off the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a nightmare to keep updated on. The second you'd say it's open, it'd be closed. Closed again. Yeah. Shocking. Well, didn't you come up with a Same strategy? Rats. Fuck. Didn't you come up with a strategy for that airport, uh, those airport lines? I thought you came up with some sort of strategy. I remember. I think it was almost, it was almost after nine o'clock every day. And even getting getting um, like people stressed out about getting on their flights and being able to help them make sure they went to the right mm. <laughs> testing clinic before their international flights. That was a yeah. The amount of, remember the amount of voice memos we would have left, which was like <laughs> the same thing. Which was getting an international flight, get to the airport three to four hours early, show your ticket, get the test. It's on the spot. Yeah, forty eight dollars. No yeah. one could believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and isn't there an anecdote of someone asking one of the nurses or New South Wales help, and they're like, just check Bondi lines. <laughs> you know, that they know more than we do what's going on. Well, yeah, because their wait times and their, all that kind of stuff. Their website was hopeless. Yeah, it was a shocker. Like the, the, COVID, the New South Wales yeah. health site on COVID sites that had wrong times, couldn't get any information off it. Do do you remember do you remember the the ones in Belmore? There was like three on a particular yeah. road in Belmore, and they're like, "Oh, we're at the Belmore one. No, it's the other one. <laughs> it's yeah. the other one than that." <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was an absolute crack up. Yeah, nightmare that. Yeah, yeah. Things things certainly changed after those COVID updates. Well, it's funny our most viewed ever story is the scg line update because it was the scg test started on the the third or fourth of um of january and that was the day of our peak and yeah we've never been able to replicate that many views on our stories (laughs) so the scg line update yeah ridiculously random SCG line update is our number one ever story. (laughs) What is it? Like half our followers, right? Uh, At the time it was it was it was thirty one thousand views, so we had forty odd thousand. Yeah, it would have been nearly all of them. Yeah. Because prior to those COVID lines, we what was it about eight K? Eight and a half K? I think it was less. I think it was seven. Seven and a half. Well, technically six and a half, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, what? It jumped to like 42, 43. Yeah, thought it was low 43, something like that. Yeah. Which was, which was funny because when we were sitting around like five, six K and we're talking to the DJs and, you know, we're just kind of in our infancy, we're like, let's throw a 10 K party. Because we thought it would take ages to get there. No, we. I, I did the maths. It was at the rate of growth we were going at, we were going to get there around about the mid mid to early Feb. So that was when we were planning to do it. But obviously... Yeah, we, we, we'd buy ourselves some time to figure out where to go. Um, mm. And then, yeah, just that happened. It's like, oh, God, now we're going to have to actually throw this 10-day party. Yeah. <laughs> And when when was it? Easter? Yeah, Easter Sunday, the lo- the long weekend. Yeah, because I wasn't at that one. Was it any good? 
Yeah, it was actually probably our best event so far. <laughs> yeah. It was unreal. And, yeah. And it was just random. Yeah, it was so random. What, was it our event? I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really, I, well, I mean, we we obviously hadn't run an event before, or even knew what it took to run an event. And we were speaking to the, the GM at Bungalow. He's like, yeah, mate, you'll be, you'll be fine. Just fucking put on your story. I think about five days out, we put on the story. Yeah, and waves of people came. It was it was pretty good. I just remember giving out the wet pussy shots because I remember we said, you want to give out free wet pussy shots. I remember trying to get the tray and carry it out to everyone. And before I could even turn around, all of them were taken. So then I'm just getting the girls to just keep loading up all these shots, keep turning around, taken, and we just couldn't fill them up fast enough. And they had jugs of this wet pussy solution, just pouring them and there's just hands everywhere grabbing them. Which is pretty funny. We should do that again, actually. <laughs> yeah. No, and the crowd that came were, yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was an absolute yeah. mishmash. Yeah. Just because Bondi Lines was just so random yeah. at that point. <laughs> like, what, like, imagine, like, I, it's hard to be independent, but imagine following along. Like, you look at our first template. Just Bondi, which had like little stars in the background <laughs> and like the wagon wheel. Oh, like it's hideous. Oh. Yeah. And we couldn't input any information on there. It was the exact wait time or just busy. <laughs> yeah. Busy or line. Busy or line or quiet. Got <laughs> times there. Loved it. Quiet. <laughs> the bar was so low. But the, <laughs> it makes you appreciate the invention of busy, busy ish. <laughs> yeah, great. That, that slight degree difference between not quiet and not busy. It's busy-ish. <laughs> I think that's our most used term, actually. I think it was busy, yeah. no line. And now it's yeah. it's it's busy-ish. Because yeah. it's the best way to articulate a lot of these venues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's fucking busy-ish. <laughs> yeah, if you're following along at home... And then, yeah, you, you, imagine if you'd seen that early days. This is just ridiculous. And then you go COVID and it's like, oh, no, these guys are actually now experts, health experts, <laughs> turnaround times, like statisticians, you would argue, and legitimized on radio despite a <laughs> reference in our logo. Like, ABC Radio, Bondi Lines uh, is on air. Like, are you are you sure that's <laughs> you should be doing that? Like, imagine having to get approval from your boss, it's the ABC, and then you yeah, enter loop back to nightlife. But yeah, we're throwing a party. <laughs> what, what are you What are you in for? Pretty so random. John, but John Smith, I'm interested in hearing about what happened before that because I was really excited to see you on TV. And, and give give your interview. I remember sitting at home with, with uh, whatever channel it was on, waiting, and just kept waiting. And yeah. you just never came yeah. on. And I thought they brushed you. <laughs> yeah, everyone did. That was kind of the best part was, I think, yeah, my family also had the heads up, oh, he's going to be on. <laughs> uh, and they just everyone assumed I'd been brushed. And it was the opposite. I brushed them. <laughs> yeah, you're one shot. You're, one, you're five minutes in, in, the, in fame. Yeah. Didn't you do it again the next day? Yeah. Yeah, next day. They got me yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. They got yeah, me back. And it was, yeah, it was It was actually long. Like, I was on there for like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I think I still have that video. Oh, 
I don't even know if I ever saw it. I was just so let down that morning. I got up early. He's going to be on, and you just never came on. No, that that footage is somewhere. We'll we'll bring it back. But on the yeah. on the point of uh, COVID lines, we've done some we've done some great novelty lines since we've started as well. One that comes to mind, mm-hmm. like the clothes, like the clothing line ones, are obviously very funny. The most recent one, what was that brand called again? Alice, Alice something. No idea. I can't remember. But they got they got ten thousand taps onto their Instagram profile. Oh yeah, I know. At Bondi Junction. Yeah, Bondi Junction. Yeah, yeah so random. Crazy. But Someone, it's a great yeah. it's a great marketing tactic. Just build up a line and get it out there. Even if it's a manufactured line, just build one up. But if you're out there as a as a clothing brand, can you tell us when these are on? We don't know where they are. <laughs> <laughs> we because they we get peppered with taps and shares when we post them, yeah. But we never know. It's how pure people, luck. We're just like, guessing. Like, how do people find out about this stuff? Well, the Beck and Bridge one was nuts as well. There was mm. constant questioning. I feel like they must. I think they must find out through the through the venue page through the actual clothing lines, right? Like the socials. Yeah, yeah it doesn't socials. help. We don't follow any of their pages. <laughs> And I'm not willing to start. Yeah. I'm not getting peppered with Breckenbridge post just to hold out for their once-a-year warehouse sale to get the line. My my favourite one actually was the Honey Birdette one. And we're getting reports that, yeah, it was strippers and strippers and, and chicks lighting up for the, the Honey Birdette lingerie <laughs> sale, warehouse sale. God. I like the uh, the in and out one that was, I think it was at East Village in Darlinghurst, yeah. and people were requesting updates throughout the day. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like, this, that's when we, we've, that's the funniest part of what we do is the best stuff we do isn't actually what we do. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even think people give a shit about the nightlife stuff. <laughs> yeah. They're just holding out for the, the novelty. <laughs> the novelty line. Yeah, it's just in case they, they just pivot into something else yeah. <laughs> spontaneously. Yeah, airport line's another one. Just went yeah. off its head. It, it probably got very close to us again, taking it really seriously. Yeah. Like flight numbers. <laughs> yeah. Estimated time. Cancellations. Yeah. yeah. Like this is your this is your gate. This is um <laughs> what you need to prepare. Getting the data on each of the airlines. This is yeah. how long the delay average is for each airline. Well yeah, Jetstars has the fastest lines at the moment. Um but oh, that would be a shock. It's not even a joke, though. We were—I reckon—we <laughs> were a day away from <laughs> going out to the airport ourselves and getting in line. But yeah. it, it dropped off out of nowhere, right? Yeah, it was yeah. kind of one day, and just there were just no lines. Yeah, I—I I remember. I think I was picking my parents up from the airport, and then being so excited. This was in the middle of the airport lines kind of saga. Them being so excited that they could film something, <laughs> send it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was those are the when we can traverse every age group. That's when I feel greatest about what we do. Yeah. Um, and then probably one of the the biggest things that happened this year, and this is an absolute monster. And I think you said this earlier, Cal. 
this could be a whole podcast in and of itself, which I think we did, but what were we saying? Like the files got lost or something. But Yeah, we tried twice and they both fucked up. But anyways. Yeah. Indian Home Diner. And I think what's so good about this is like very early days, we were putting them on the templates Yeah, for Paddington, um, which is like, yeah, bold. Like it was a bit of a meme. And it was bold to do that. And then, yeah, for this to unfold afterwards, it's priceless. Well, they, they had lines. I mean, they, they hold a very special place in in Stewie's heart. But there's so many venues in Paddington, and they were all shafted for Indian Home Diner. Yeah. From, from inception almost. They were always on that. Oh, not from inception, but since we started covering that yeah. more inner east area, they're always there. And quite yeah. often red. Yeah. No, always red. That was the yeah. joke. Yeah, that was, yeah, it's right. Indian home diner pumping. Yeah. <laughs> Pure, it's a bit of luck, right? Because it was completely on brand. Yeah. For us to be the ones to announce it. Yeah. Whereas if we, because if we never posted about them and we're like hopped on the bandwagon, it would have been a bit like, you know, come on. Yeah. Like who are you, like, stay in your lane. But no, it, it was our place to yeah. say something. Yeah. And but to be, but nonetheless, the response that like for that to go viral in the media, which is just <laughs> ludicrous, like it just went stupidly big. It was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And we got like was... we got nearly five thousand signatures. <laughs> yeah. yeah, from all over the world as well. Yeah. <laughs> like from nearly every European country, a lot of American cities. A lot of random ones in Asia. <laughs> like, we just got signatures from everywhere. People that would obviously that, come yeah. to Australia and enjoyed a delectable number five. Yeah, but and it- ABC Radio came knocking again. <laughs> 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 the expert opinion. Yeah. At one point, I, feel, I felt like I was the intermediary between Rob and the media. <laughs> <laughs> He's spokesperson. Yeah, genuinely. <laughs> but, yeah, I remember seeing a TikTok from London about this guy explaining the whole thing. And mm. I think it's like an international concept of like, yeah, small businesses being enforced with rules that are unfair. And I think it's something that everyone can um, like f- bind towards. So it's it, mm. like uh, you can get why all the media outlets got around it because mm. it's this symbol of sticking up for the small guy. Mm. Yeah, and I, to, I actually liked though that it went so far. <clears throat> like initially, the media said, you know, Bondi lines posts and starts petition, but it got so viral that we just got lost in the chain. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't about us, really. True. No, of course not. But as in, maybe just being very selfish, but in terms of who blew that up, it was. It was us. Yeah. Just by saying save Indian Home Diner on some shit feed posts. Where we <laughs> no, no, that, that, feed post is, <laughs> that feed post is some of our best work. <laughs> Actually, not as good as our, yeah, best feed post, which we'll get to in a second. But that feed post and getting it up now, some of our absolute best work. Because we had so much rich user-generated content yeah. to put together there. And a video of someone literally ordering, <laughs> ordering a number five. <laughs> 
and sent it into us. Like we just had all the content. And that video of that bloke ordering the number five got under nine news. <laughs> 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 we were we were getting Indian Home Diner content like before we did this. I remember one sash video of some guy wearing mm. a visor with Indian Home Diner. Yes, yeah, which went phenomenally well. Yeah, and so yeah, that that feed post, including all that different intel that we've got, was just unreal. But also, don't forget, mm. we organised a rally that Dave Sharma came down and was handing out. <laughs> Bondi Lines coasters to people out the front of Indian Home Diner. Yeah, right in the peak of an election. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. What is it? Get Allegra? Yeah, Allegra. Like, Allegra, no show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two minutes later, oh, support the petition. Yeah. Funny. Because, <laughs> yeah, any other time, I can't imagine they would have got around it. So, we, we were there at that quote-unquote rally and meeting Dave Sharma – and handing out those things was fucking hilarious because I think it was around the time AFL was being played. And so we were, yeah, out the front, everyone's he- sh- like going towards a unicorn and Dave Sharma is just working his magic. He's so sociable and it was so funny. Everyone being like, oh, Dave Sharma, Indian home diner. <laughs> yeah, it was comedy. And then when we yeah. save them, look, I mean, we actually need to get the content up because we never actually got around to getting it up. But I don't know how many people thought it was a joke, but we actually successfully executed a culinary experience <laughs> in Indian Home Diner with 30 followers that, that bought tickets to come to come to a little event in the – how did we describe it? The intersect of, of the yeah. venue. Yeah, writing because when we wrote that um, caption, it was one of the funniest things because <laughs> we we were with someone that worked with Uber Eats and just sitting down in in the sanctum and watching him work his creative magic was fucking hilarious. Yeah, we just we just came from the online webinar where they got the hours extended. That's right, <laughs> and we we're sitting down there, and then yeah, the idea spurred to do a yeah a culinary degustation experience and it was <laughs> it was good it actually was a really good event <laughs> and, uh, a one-on-one uh, exclusive interview with co-owner <laughs> and head chef Robert Chowdhury <laughs> yeah it was it was actually kind of nice and yeah he's, he's coming down there and the speeches and interviews were just so funny because it was like a fair amount of time that we're talking about Indian home diner. <laughs> like it wasn't like a five minute little get up. It was like a full, yeah, full interview. It's hilarious. It's quite heartfelt at times, actually. Mm. Yeah, no, it was it was great. How was the uh, how was the rave to save? I uh, I wasn't there. I was down in Melbourne. Yeah, I don't remember much of it, but it was good. <laughs> It was good. Yeah. I, I think I live streamed some of it. I think there's a live stream somewhere. But it was just, yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, I, I really love mm. Cosmos Midnight. I've never seen them live before. And I can't remember them playing live. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was cool to just to see them getting around support. I mean, there was some random people there. Swag on the Beat flew up from Melbourne to record some content for it. Bag Raiders, Cosmos Midnight. Who else was there? Lucy, Lucy, 
Rushla. Rushla, of course. <laughs> Rushla delivered one of the <laughs> one of the best closing sets I've ever experienced. That's what I do remember of the night is Rushla closing. God, he, he held strong, didn't he? Is the room cleared? The room cleared after Cosmo's midnight. It just yeah. it emptied out. Which and is then, yeah, Reshla had girls all around him <laughs> behind the DJ booth. And he kept shrugging them off and just getting back into his work, making yeah. sure he delivered a proper service <laughs> for the last 30 people that are grinding away. The real people that loved Indian Home Diner. They got the closing yeah. set that they deserved. <laughs> Rushing off chicks left, right, and center. No, 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 no. Let me fucking get back into my work here, love. Yeah, we have a lot of time for Reshla. <laughs> yeah. One of, one of the all-time sets that was. To be fair, that was one of the all-time 48 hours. Really? Yeah. What did we do after that? Where did we? That was, I think the, could be wrong, but I think that's when we went to Bill's. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That baby had a big night. <laughs> yeah. We got, we got kicked out of Bill's. Yeah. Kicked out of a cafe. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. The night in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> And then we went to the the stronghold, the Empire, <laughs> the stronghold of King's Cross. Now, unfortunately, closed. What a shame! Such Devastating. A whilst we're whilst we're on post as well, and if if you're listening through at home, get up the feed and scroll back to uh, a post we made. You can't miss it because there's bright red green writing <laughs> <laughs> floating around the whole post. Back on the twenty second of March. This is probably yeah. our least our least viewed post, but probably the post that had the most thought and effort put into it. <laughs> Remember, Josh was working on this for days. You were grinding on it. You were coming back to me, Cal. What do you think about this song? Or, you know, how about the explosion at this time? And you were grinding to get this perfect, and it just it just didn't get the attention it deserved, did it? I'm glad this is being brought up. Because <laughs> no one, no one would know this was a thing. I don't think, and people didn't clearly didn't get it. No. <laughs> well, yeah, because it was it was taking the piss out of it wasn't taking the piss out of Milk Run, but it was the same advertisement as as the Milk Run. Here, let me let me read you the caption that you crafted. Our Sydney expansion continues, delivering less than one minute DM responses to questions on the Sydney bars and clubs. Things to know about the Crowy. It's referred to as the Northern Star. Expect <laughs> updates of live band just started. Clothes already off. Goes to another gear at 1 to 5.30 a.m. There are more rooms than schooner glasses. And Rudy Hill RSL has its own gravitational pull. More cruise ship than RSL. Function room frequently one in, one out. <laughs> and the best part about Rudy Hill RSL is we never got one live update. <laughs> Always made them up. And it was actually what kept me going through some of those gruesome nights, giving up our Fridays and Saturdays, doing the live updates, was being able to sit back and what are we going to say for Crowy today? What are we going to come up with for Crowy today? Is it another beauty pageant in the car park? Or well, no, Rudy, yeah, Rudy Hill. So we, Crowy was always legit, but yeah, Rudy Hill yeah. was always. Oh, sorry, Rudy Hill. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and was always red and full, <laughs> and it was hilarious because people would start saying, "Like, what's Rudy Hill RSL like right now?" And we would say, <laughs> "Actually." <laughs> <laughs> 
wait, but you're they, not actually going there, are you? And they'd be like, yeah, we want to try something different. We see you post it all the time. It's always red. And we'd be like, oh, God, we've got to tell you something. <laughs> Don't actually go. <laughs> the, the best part is putting it on the north template. And everyone's like, yeah. you know it's actually out west. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. No, the reply was always... Oh, isn't it up near Narrabeen? <laughs> <laughs> is it Narrabeen more more west than Rudy Hill? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, we spoke about this earlier, but my favourite one, I think, Cal, you did it, was confusion at the meat raffle. Like, there's just something about that that is so visual. And so, like, at an actual RSL, you can see that happening and just imagining it, Rudy Hill. Is- <laughs> no, my, my, my favourites were the, the Kino tickets are a shambles, Kino machine down. <laughs> no. My, mine was the rave to save the chi- Rudy China. <laughs> <laughs> Raved, you know, what was it? Rave to save Rudy Hill China Diner. Yeah. <laughs> That's Beauty pageant yeah. in the car park. We also did, uh, during the Super Bowl, we did some tailgating content. <laughs> Rudy Hill. Just quality. But yeah, that, that feed post was just so funny. And the explosion and how... And Stu, I think... You put so much effort into that. It was so well thought out. And then to see it fail, I think that's when you gave up doing feed posts. <laughs> you were like, I don't get it. I was demoralized because <laughs> yeah. it was just so... But actually, what it, it was, I think, when you explain... Because people would say it and be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and you'd stop them and be like, it's taking the piss out of Milk Run. They'd look at it again and go, oh, my God, that's actually fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> but you just don't – because it's because we have the today banner. <laughs> like, what is today? <laughs> doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but I just – I'm just surprised that that was even in Canva, that that, that moving yeah. reel around the square was even accessible yeah. in Canva. No, that was the that was the real challenge of making the real. Considering I'm bad enough at Canva now, let alone back then. Um, well, the the most demoralizing part of it is our next reel was um, sidebar the gift that keeps on giving, and it was just mm. three clips saying cannon, bull, and foam, and that went better than that post. So that, <laughs> yeah, which... that would have been a real stab in the back. Hasn't sidebar and scary just been the gift that keeps keep, keep on giving? Yeah. Like their their midweek content is so good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what we'd do without them. Mm. How was the um the the singles event at Scary? <laughs> I don't think the story really shows what was going on there. Well, well, no, it, it did was, a little bit. It did a little bit, but I'm sure there was a lot more antics than what the story really showed. Yeah, it epitomised Scary Canaries a venue, as in, yeah, the notes on the screens were just ludicrous. Um, like, I, yeah, yeah, pr- I can't repeat any. Like, they were pretty rogue. <laughs> um, which is cool. There's something to being able to write a little love letter to people. And yeah. like in, in the same way that almost all our content is like sincere and accurate, 
when you throw in something ironic, like taking the piss out of Milk Run, just misses. It was a bit, it was like kind of in reverse where it was all just trolling. And then you get someone be like, oh, I actually think you're kind of cute. <laughs> really? <laughs> and that, yeah, that was also, I think, an awkward part though as well is <laughs> you'd, if a letter was written to you, you'd be like, Oh, okay, like I want to find this number, and then you'd see the number, and if you weren't interested, God, it was awkward. Because <laughs> <laughs> you both knew what had gone on, and you know yeah. that <laughs> you're not being spoken to. So yeah, yeah. So it was strange, but fun, and the contests were really yeah intense. It was yeah. Well, yeah the, the TikTok that I put up got nearly two hundred and fifty thousand views of the lap dance that went the on. Lap dance. Yeah. Yeah. I did make up some stupid story about it being a year 12 formal, which I think is actually why I blew up. But still, <laughs> the co- the content was there. Yeah, no, it wasn't. That one was just more of a complete troll, whereas the other singles parties were, yeah, better than I think people realise. Especially yep. guys. Guys just uh, seem to like, no, nah, I'm not going to that. I'm too good for it. And it's like, no, you're not. You haven't you haven't. Sp- like been on a date in a month. You're not too good for this. Yeah. And the, like as a guy who's single, the girls, girls are good looking and eligible, pretty fun. Yeah. Actually, I was surprised. Yeah. The, no, the they big, actually go really well, especially yeah. the one at Bar. That was yeah, mm, yeah. incredible. Definitely. There, there was just, there was just too many girls though. That's our problem. <laughs> yeah. There's too many girls at our singles parties. What a problem yeah. to have. Yeah, and the guys don't believe you when you tell them that that's yeah. the problem. I know. Madness. It's like it's too good to be true. Yeah. How's um? How's when we did that one in that random room in at the Argyle, and people probably don't know, but we had like a minimum spend, and it got towards <laughs> the end of the night, and we're like weighing up. Okay, we're probably gonna have to pay five hundred dollars if we don't hit this thing. Let's just buy. What was it? Thirty? No, 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 shots? no, no. It was eighty. Eighty-five all shots. Eighty-five all shots, <laughs> which was just ridiculous. Because people were like, "No, I've already had one." That's <laughs> please, please. <laughs> have more. another one. Have more. Have more. It was, yeah, some of those shots were like, like the photos were phenomenal. Eighty shots on a tray. No, it had to be. Yeah, it was done on two trays. Forty a tray. Forty a tray. Unbelievable. <laughs> It was, no, the, as it was quietening down as well, so there wasn't that many people. In there. Yeah. Well, the funniest part was is that it took them about fifteen minutes to pour all eighty shots. So everyone's <laughs> just standing there looking at them, like, "Oh, like, what's what's going on here?" And then we were trying to find someone to carry them around. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, the the Argo one was fun. It was just there was just some lighting and aircon issues in there. As usual, the yeah. yeah, fuck me. <laughs> Chingalings was good. Salties was the most random because it was the first one, and we did it all through. We didn't have a ticketing platform. I reckon that's the key with our events. You should like come to the ones which seem the most random. <laughs> yep. Get on them early. If we launch some strange concept, pro tip: there's probably more coming. Get on it early. <laughs> Yeah, you almost have to pure madness. You almost have to trust that it's just 
Yeah, it's going to be random. You just have to go along for the ride. Yeah, yeah we're not we're not event marketers. We're just going to tell you what's what it is. <laughs> we're not going to we're not going to lie to you. <laughs> yeah, well, probably one of the other really big things of this year was um the Gimme Gimme saga. Oh yeah. Yeah, this was my recovery back into feed posts. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like, I was back. Can, can, I, can I say? I did my toe your, again. <laughs> your, your reel where you – I don't think people appreciate, like, how accurate and, like, yeah, technical that is. Because we had footage from all over the world of Gimme Gimme, and you lined it up so it perfectly matched the song. That, how long did that take? No, nah, not that long. Cam is pretty good. But it was it, t- it took a lot a lot though. The first one especially didn't take long. It's more funny how it was put together, because and the intuition on it. Because obviously, when you you know, I don't know what when did we post that? It was like August. So it took it took probably it literally when did we start the page? October. It took ten months of just sitting down every Friday, Saturday, and watching videos we get sent to click. Fuck me, this song is played a lot. <laughs> like, Jesus. Like, here's one. I'm like, I swear, I swear if I go to like sidebar content that I've saved, <laughs> there's going to be one within two. Bang, got one. All right, where else is there going to be one? <laughs> Fucking Oak, such offenders. Bang, got one. <laughs> Broy, surely there'll be one. Took me about, that took me longer, 15. Bang, got one. And I was like, this is actually ridiculous. This is a thing. Bang, because we don't have we didn't have that much saved content, and for that no. song to pop up that many times, yeah, it was like clockwork. Yeah, um, that was that was the biggest point. Was that original one, and then after yeah. that, it just blew up, and yeah, we got them sent everywhere. But it didn't, what was that like? It didn't actually get like the first one, like got yeah a bunch of likes and views, but not like out of the ordinary. Like it was just like a fun post. People like like yeah engage with it, but not wildly. Mm. But for then, the response we got off the back of what was just like a slightly above average post in terms of engagement, it still happens today. <laughs> like there's not a night that goes without getting a gimme gimme video. Yeah. Yeah. But the world, yeah, the worldwide one was actually quite fun to put together. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I remember just watching it and just sitting back and going, how many more fucking countries? <laughs> like, how did we get all this information? I guess it was perfect, the European summer, Australian winter. Yep. So, there's just Aussies everywhere. Um, But, yeah, there were just so many random places. My favourite <laughs> one was the... What's the guy that throws the cake on people? What's his... What's Aoki. His- <laughs> yeah, Steve Aoki concert. You know what? It's funny. We get actually a lot sent in in in, bet- in intermissions between um, DJs at like Horton Pavilion, um, Roundhouse and things like that. In between two acts coming on, they always play Gimme Gimme. And at festivals as well. We got a lot of um, spilt milk, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's always an intermission song. Yeah, I, I reckon we genuinely started pissing people off. But it wasn't yeah. our fault because we just get – like, because what do we do? We post, repost Intel, we get sent. It just so happened everyone was just sending us only Gimme Gimme We content. only got Gimme Gimme videos. It wasn't our fault. Yeah. So we'd post it not for Gimme Gimme but for the actual Intel of, like, yeah. what a venue's like. 
And yeah. people would be like, can you like, can you guys stop? This is getting ridiculous. And it was like, no, no, no. It's Look at the dance law. Dance law. <laughs> not gimme, gimme. I think it, it was a self-perpetuating thing where yeah. people would be like, oh, if you send in a gimme, gimme thing, Bono Lines will post it. Yeah. So then everyone posts it. Like, and it's <laughs> yeah. a self-fulfilling thing. But I, I, it was we- funny because some people would be like, would send it in and be like, oh, yeah, how cringe is this? They're playing this. But then I think some people actually really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> and they couldn't tell whether we were making fun of it. <laughs> we just well, really I, got around. I didn't know if we were making fun of it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I remember originally making some posts like, yeah, this is cringe. And then you, it kind of really grew on me. Like, I, I could <laughs> Because to put it, put the timing together, I had to listen to the song, the actual song itself, to know like, because there's two p- components in the verse. You, which you had to get, I had to get right, so I listened <laughs> to it, and I listened to it on loop, loop, and it's a pretty good song. <laughs> like, <laughs> musically, it's it's really really good. Yeah. Overplayed, yes, but geez. Well, it's I don't the, know, if, yeah. I don't know if you guys know this, but the intro to our first birthday party with the the red light pumping up and down on the uh, DJ deck is actually the intro to the film clip of Gimme Gimme by ABBA. Wow. Wait, what is what video? Our first birthday promo. Oh. Where the, the lights flash up on the DJ thing and there's hands on a DJ deck. That's that's almost an Easter egg. Yeah. You know how you watch a TV show and they put in a little thing yeah, for little... people that like know yeah, really it. obscure information? Yeah. That's mm. a that's a little Easter egg. Yeah. It took me ages to cut that up as well. It's pain in the ass. But Stu, didn't didn't you do a night? Correct me if I'm wrong. In my memory, I have 17 consecutive videos. That was more. I think it was more. Could it be, could it be 30? <laughs> yeah, it was 30. It was so many. And I, I remember I like I, you, you were running the page that night, and I remember waking up in the morning, hungover, have a look at it. Like each one, it's like that family guy joke where they just keep going. And it's like the longer that they keep going with the – the um like annoying thing it becomes funnier yeah like not that this was annoying but it was just more like it just kept going fucking hilarious yeah, and there were some trolled. venues that were up two or three times like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. like some venues played it multiple times throughout the night the best part though was like when it came on at ivy i i just remember being at ivy and gimme gimme would come on and i'll hold my phone Ping, 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 ping. And you just have like eight <laughs> notifications, people sending you in. Gimme, gimme an Ivy. It was just like yeah. a spiral. It's got out of control. Everyone's like, why are you post it? It's like, because I've got fucking 10 of them <laughs> sent to me on my phone. <laughs> yeah. So, we're, again, we have our, we seriously have our finger on the pulse with gimme, gimme. Because <laughs> that happens. It was, I reckon it was like eight Saturdays in a row. Yeah. Like clockwork at 11.50. Yeah. Bungalow, yep. you get five or six videos. Just yep. fly in. And even got, I remember Goros one night, it was like yeah. eleven twenty. And you got five videos sent in for the, the yep. eleven twenty play. And they replayed eleven fifty five and you got another five saying <laughs> replaying it. <laughs> Jeez. Well, My favorite that. were the ones like, where people would put their phone down with Shazam on <laughs> and then film the Shazam and then film up to the song <laughs> and ask Jeez, what what song's this? 
They were my favourite submissions. Un- unfortunately, I think DJs cotton on to it and were like, oh, people really want to hear this. This is a bit of a thing. So they'd play it more. Yeah, it, there was there was a two month period where it was just out of control. It was nuts. Every <laughs> DJ was playing it. Yeah, and how's we had that bet with Ivy Thursdays? Who <laughs> we didn't get? What was the original bet? It was espresso martinis or something. A hundred, wasn't it? A hundred espresso martinis and free entry. To be fair, that was pretty outlandish to ask espresso <laughs> martinis. What did we end up? What ended up? You got a free Red Bull vodka with your ticket. It's still okay. It's not bad, yeah. But we got a ridiculous... Like, we probably got 20 that night of people saying <laughs> that you won the bet. Yeah. We couldn't lose that bet. Yeah, they uh, they couldn't help themselves. <laughs> I forget. I wish we had... That's such a pity of Instagram that we don't have that. those Instagrams. Because, yeah, that, that summed up the journey. Initially, we were like, is this overplayed? Like, yes, obviously. And then the next post we did was like worldwide. It was just like, we lose, we're leaning in, we agree with it. <laughs> yeah. And then did yeah. to the point where we did like a night exclusively of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, it didn't matter how many times we tried to say it was annoying. People just kept sending it in and kept loving it. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, there's there's been a few fucking quality things that have happened. Oh, Jesus. Hey, that's Chapel Street for you. Um, yeah, there's been a few quality things, but it's it's pretty cool now as we head into like the late part of the year, set up Melbourne lines, set up Wollongong lines. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's been since having COVID New Year's Eve last year to now. Yeah, geez, a lot has happened. But it's good to see, like, the premise that it started with, which is community-based intel, especially which went went on steroids with COVID. Like, that was pure community intel across all of Sydney. And we, yeah, yeah, got, what was it, minimum 100, more like 150, 200 bits of intel a day. Oh, it was more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was just bonkers. But that premise has just kind of rolled into... Sydney nightlife. So, yeah, it's very very much user. Yeah, the user makes it. But just even, like, whenever people are lining up for something, there's an inclination <laughs> to mm. want to send it to us. Yeah. Like, what's I saw one when I was going through all the posts today. It's like some ice cream shop in Bondi. And needles. Yeah, and needles. We posted and we're like, how does this get busier than Beach Road? There was something a lot to that extent. Um, yeah, just hilarious. Some of the stuff that we get sent. Well, that's the thing, because some most people, if you say, Oh, what is Bondi Lines or what do they do? It's like, oh yeah, bars and clubs, nightlife updates. Whereas other people, like Easy Rent, Toby, <laughs> when asked, I was in front of him. He was like, oh, Bondo Lines, they do lines for just everywhere and anything. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of double talk. like, do we? (laughs) We do a few troll ones, yeah, but it's definitely not what we do. (laughs) No. No, I do do want to do more of the the random lines. Yeah, there's something in that. 
Wollongong Lines is my little favourite little project. Let's go, buddy. Keep going. I just love the reaction. Do you, you're from Wollongong. Do you follow Wollongong Lines? No. It's like, you know it exists. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Peppy's on the beach. Never a line. It is It is on. Like, I don't mean unbelievable in the hyperbolic sense. Like, it is disbelieving that it does exist. <laughs> but it, it is, it exists. It's a thing. Yeah. Wollongong lines. <laughs> 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 Little Wollongong getting attention. Yeah. There's no. a good nightlife. It is, it is a good nightlife. It's underappreciated. Yeah. Especially if you're uh, living on campus. One of the better, one of the better campuses to live on. Hmm. Yeah, well, I would really like if we had some random person in Bathurst just get around it and they're like, mate, I go out in Bathurst every Friday, Saturday night. There's two pubs. Let me run the, the Bathurst That's the lines, lines phase. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, go for it. We are in. <laughs> mate, the Bathurst 1000, what a day that would be for the page. What a day that would be for the page. <laughs> Mount, and actually, we wouldn't call it Bathurst Lines. We'd call it Panorama Lines. Yeah. <laughs> do RV, do RV yeah. spaces left from the west wing of Mount Panorama. Get in there quick. You know, people, I'm pretty yeah. sure people go and bury their cases of beer in that um on the mountain and dig them up because <laughs> you can't take beer in. <laughs> That's fucking content. Man. <laughs> Imagine there's a whole day dedicated to people digging out their cases of beer. I'd love that. <laughs> yeah. On on that note, mm-hmm. I um I really appreciate it. <laughs> I think this was yeah, it could have been last year or maybe it was around New Year's. Like this this next couple of weeks a year ago, when we were getting so much footage from Byron Bay. And we always called it Brian Bay. And everyone would correct us. It's not Brian. It's Byron. Oh, yeah. It's your it's your two inside joke that no one gets. So yeah, I don't blame yeah. them. No, I like to think that people are like, oh, this must be a thing. Like, this yeah. is like making yeah. fun of Byron. <laughs> and they've like created this story in their mind. But it's like people from Byron say, oh, my God, I'm from Brian. <laughs> like, that's what I envision. But, I, yeah, I don't know what people think of that. Yeah, well, no, we actually yeah. we actually had a we actually had some intel coming in directly from Woody's, right? It's true. No, no, no it never happened. Didn't eventuate. <laughs> 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 yeah, we wanted to, but no. What a shame. Yeah, we should do a bring back cheeky monkeys. Mm. But they're yeah. they're definitely my favourite parts of the page. The the troll moments where no one realises we're trolling. <laughs> but if you got it, oh, it's fucking gold. Find <laughs> a case in point. So what's there to get? It's <laughs> nothing to get. Nothing. It's there's yeah. no, 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 nothing to elaborate. <laughs> but we no, that, that, always call it Brian. Relentlessly, we've called it Brian Bay as well. Yeah. Most people just sit there and are like, oh, it must be a typo. Yeah. <laughs> and the second time's like, mm, that's weird, but it's still probably a typo. And the third time's like, what is going on? <laughs> now it must be, it mu- there must be, as Jesse said, it must be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then even that schoolies post, 
Local say, Brian. <laughs> yeah, that's the final nail in the coffin. Where people are like, this is a thing. <laughs> yeah, and probably this is just more to like a broader point and less than, less than something that's happened specifically this year. But I really hope on that note of calling things what they're not, Hobo is going to stick in the vernacular <laughs> of Bondi locals forever. It's such a slog to get them out of it, though. Yeah, it <laughs> is difficult. The marketing has been it's been second to none. Yeah, they've the propaganda them. spread. Yeah, it's just been incredibly done. But it's shocking how good their their propaganda has been. I don't know yeah. a single person who calls it hobo except for us. <laughs> <laughs> Or no, Bobo. we do get messages at times. But it's also say like, hobo. but it's not just like, oh, it's boho. And then you say it's hobo. And they're like, oh, is it? It's always, no, it's definitely boho. Yeah. Like they, they push back on you and say, no, it's, it's boho. And then you go, no, hotel Bondi. <laughs> hobo. <laughs> but people are also very protective of their venue acronyms. And also... Get a level of satisfaction out of making sure that the one they're the one that's right. Yep. Whether it be, whether it be anywhere, the weirdest one is Woho. I can't get around that. I've never heard anyone call it Woho. Woohoo! <laughs> Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> that's what, it's actually kind of kind of good that way. <laughs> We're gonna go to the Woohoo, <laughs> like, like Wayo. <laughs> Not to be confused with Wow Super Club <laughs> Wayo. It is way up, isn't it? Or well, is it wow? <laughs> yeah, that is another one which is comedy. We haven't really posted about it, but in our DMs, every time you ask about Ivy on Friday, your the DM response will be way up. <laughs> <laughs> as many O's as you can be fucked writing, all in capitals, <laughs> and you won't get a legitimate answer. <laughs> 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 we should actually do more of that we should have like like if you message this you receive it like this a certain response which is just a troll <laughs> and people are like no you've got to message them this watch like bullshit why would they do that it's like man they just do try it out <laughs> <laughs> ask it's, is it friday ask your obvious i'm telling you it ticks past 8 p.m. They just, I don't know what it is it must be an automatic message <laughs> yeah <laughs> That is so funny. We can pre-save a message to make it a little bit faster for you so we can get a lot of those in there. <laughs> and actually, we should just pre-save Wayo. So whenever you type W-A-O, it just mm. always comes up with another 20 O's. So there's no possible way <laughs> to write Wayo. It's always pre-saved. It, yeah, it auto-corrects. Yeah. <laughs> should we go over the uh, the venues that we've lost and gained in the last year? Yeah, this is probably less directed at us and more of a recap of Sydney nightlife in general. But yeah, a few few big key venues have fallen for various reasons. A rogue one, this will be testing people's memories. Do you remember Tropicana? Oh yeah, in Manly. Yeah, it's a northern thing. It's a northern thing. Yeah. Yeah, Frankie. I don't know. We didn't, to be fair, we never knew it, really. Like we had we did, a couple did. of times. Yeah, but we, we never, s- definitely didn't, didn't see it in its prime. Yeah, we saw it in its dying days. 
Yeah. Frankie's Went down there. Gee, it was deep underground, though, just quietly. Do you guys ever go in there? No. It felt like you were in a bunker. It felt like you went three levels down. Don't the uh, the Stain own it now? The same company as Stain? Yeah. Is it a cafe or do they use it or what do they do with it? I think they were using it as a cafe at one point. Yeah. What a shame. Mm. What other ones have we lost? Frankie's is big. That's yeah. a massive loss. Are they gonna are they gonna rebuild it somewhere? That's the word. But it just went to show literally seven days in a row that place was packed. Yeah, I can't I can't imagine many venues that close down and have that response. Yeah. I can't imagine any actually. Yeah. Can we buy them. can we buy some memorabilia from that place? Can we get like an arcade game or like some of the things on the wall? Like I would like just a little piece of the old Frankies. Yeah, how does that work? Like are they gonna what are they gonna it, save it and then whip it into a new venue? Yeah, what sure. do they do with it? Store well, I never it, had enough of an affiliation with the venue. Too far, I never really liked the venue. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's because I don't like rock music. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's a bad venue objectively. Yeah. Th- yeah, this next one's a weird one. Marquee. Yeah, yeah. This, is, yeah this is outside our universe to some extent. Yeah. But this, yeah, when this went down, it went was heavy. Well, yeah, it wasn't. It was more the problem with the casino, right? Yeah. So, is the casino still operating? What's going on? Or is it mm-hmm. just well, marquee? The sports bar definitely is operating. <laughs> but yeah, you can still gamble in there, can't you? I thought they lost their license or something, but I don't know if that's actually gone ahead. If it will, it, or whether it it's... just it just never goes ahead, does it? The one <laughs> you've missed on here is Dan Sand. Oh, Dan Sands. Goes to show we forgot Dan Sands. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, to be fair, think of people from Manly, like that that venue had Fisher in there before COVID. Like it used to pump before COVID. Oh, the upstairs area. I don't know if it was upstairs or downstairs, but I know Fisher was there. So which is, weird, eh? Yeah, weird, but like pretty. And it was, yeah, the photos. I mean, from that night, you'd expect to be pumping, but like. A lot of manly people from manly in the north used to say, "Yeah, fuck, one of the better, one of the better places to have a night out." So it's just weird they never got busy again. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember yeah. when we were trying to update, and our first experiences of the venue were post COVID. Yeah, it just felt like a restaurant, except for like one or two nights. Yeah, so random. But there's been heaps of new venues. Particularly the revival of King's Cross and a few new venues on Oxford Street. And what's that one? We never we never really got around it. NV? Never mind. Never mind or something? It's not a venue. It's a, an event. An event. But wasn't... Yeah, I, I, I don't know that much about it. But that kind of came and went. Same with Heaven. Came and went. Yeah, but a few a few have stuck around. Marley Noir Arc just started up. Kings Cross Pav Colt Liberty. What's that one um, near Horden? Liberty yeah, Hall. Liberty Hall. But that'll be like a Horden. Yeah, I said Watson's EQ, right? Yeah, well, yeah, 
Abercrombie is going to be the interesting one because that's, yeah. yeah, that's testing Sydney's nightlife in terms of how, what the appetite is for late night spots because everyone accuses Sydney of having a shit nightlife. And it's like, oh, it's because there's no options. Where it's like, okay, let's give you an option and see if you use it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I, I reckon I it's not, I don't reckon it'll work. Call, oh, call my, 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 off. Yeah, my, my hunch is that it's not going to work. Well, I think it depends what music they put on there and what type of vibe they do. I think 24-hour venues lends itself to techno music, house music. It's just not that popular yeah. in Sydney. There's already niches for it, like the Bridge Hotel, um, like Civic Underground most of the time, Colt and Tokyo Sing Song most of the time. Mm. Um, so it's like to put another one in there, it's like is there such a high demand for Techno House 24-7 over the weekend? Like hopefully, but I don't think so. Whereas down in Melbourne, there's such an appetite for that kind of stuff. Like, they can't get enough 24-hour licenses to keep up with demand. Yeah, it's a culture thing. And I I would be very surprised if it... um, Yeah, they were, if they were busy after 3 a.m. consistently. But, but, uh, is it, but with the caveat of, as Jesse says, like, yeah, the Bridge Hotel and Roselle, which most people listening would never have heard of, yeah, gets really busy as a crowd. But it's because there's some promoter running it. Mm. So like, so it's in the same vein, like Abercrombie. Yeah, it might be busy because the promoter runs a certain event there. But it's like, is there self-sufficient demand where people just walk in like, oh, I want to go somewhere lakes at 3 a.m. and I still want to party. Will Abercrombie be packed in that sense? It's like, yeah, I tend to agree with you guys. I, I don't think it will. But it's not the venue's fault. It's just it's not, not the appetite. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see but what yeah, happens that's a thing. that we, Yeah. You're right, because it's like that niche of like electronic music in whatever form it is, it was already addressed in Sydney at the moment. Like we see like with the DMs, like what people are after. It's like there's not an over-demand for that type of music. Yeah, we don't get many questions on house and techno. Though having said that, Flinders get Flinders is probably the other place that does house techno Mm. exclusively. And they brought in a new promoter and it's, yeah, doing really well. So maybe... It's that classic, is it demand or is it supply? And so, yeah. And to be, to be fair, if you're if you're wrapping up at 3, 4 a.m. at other venues and you're like, I want to kick on and there's this shining beacon um, just in Chippendale, like I'm, I think people will go there. It will get probably the busiest, at, like same with Res, between 3 and 5 a.m. You reckon? I wonder. I just don't think it's enough because we witness it on the page. It's like it hits 1 a.m. and just nothing happens. No, but that's because there's nothing really open. Like it it has the potential for all it needs is the 1% of the going out population to want to kick on and there's one place you go. So mm. I, I would I would say if we said, oh, it's not going to go well, it's going to it's going to it's going to yeah not be very good. We'll be eating our words in a year, possibly. Mm. It also depends how police it's going to be. I mean, revs in a lot of the venues down here in Melbourne get away with murder when it comes when it comes down to how police they are. 
the venue's always littered with police and and dogs frequently. Mm. It's never going to take off. Good point. No, but you're all right, Jesse, because, yeah, so we, at, the, at the moment we just say go to Universal because it's over till five if you're in the city. So if there is something more viable. I just, yeah, I don't think we yet have seen the demand for it. But, yeah, if you make one, well, to be maybe fair, that changes. To be fair, Sash on the long weekend is probably an example of like, whoa, like a lot of people can go to an event that lasts till the morning. And there is obviously that desire for it. So it's like if they can create that kind of atmosphere, there's enough people. 